welcome back to Don't Look Under the Bed. This week, we are delighted to speak with our guest, Monet Hambrick, content creator, travel influencer, and founder of The Traveling Child, where her motto is, if kids live there, kids can visit. Monet has successfully turned her passion for travel into a business. Please enjoy this episode. (laughs) Welcome back to Don't Look Under the Bed. I'm Robin. And I'm Nikki. And our guest today is Monet. Monet, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. Thank you guys so much for having me. Listen, we love everything that you all are doing. You have normalized luxury travel for family. And we follow you on Instagram. We follow your lives. We follow you all over the world. Tell us how you got started. So honestly, I've just personally always loved to travel. I'm a first-generation American that's two Jamaican-born parents. So I had a passport literally from the time I was born because we were always going back and forth to Jamaica to see my grandparents. Um, and even when we weren't going to Jamaica, I have a very large family. I have 17 aunts and uncles that doesn't include their spouses, you know, so we would, I, I have so many pictures of me sitting on someone's lap in the back seat of a car, you know, before car seats were a thing, just like driving up and down the East coast, like going all over with my family. My parents would take me with their siblings to different, you know, different places. So it was something that was always kind of instilled in me. Um, and then when I was in high school, I actually got this scholarship for this program called Experiment in International Living. And I went to Botswana for five weeks at 16. And I stayed with a host family. Wow. I'm in the village of Odi. And I had an amazing time. And for me, that was like the turning point of what like travel meant to me, the way that I like to travel and just like you know, digging a little bit deeper um, when possible. And then, yeah, I love to travel. So I studied abroad when I was in college. I studied abroad in Beijing at Tsinghua University for part of my undergrad. And then after, I actually, my husband, we started dating in college. We actually studied abroad on that trip to Beijing together. Um, But yeah, we always knew that if we had kids, travel was not something that would stop for us. So when we had Jordan, who's our eldest, you know, before she was two, we had went to Jamaica, we went to Italy, we went to Greece, we went to different parts of the United States. And when I had Kennedy, the same thing, I was on maternity leave and I was like, Ooh, when I go back to work, I'm gonna have to ask people for days off. So I better take advantage of not having to ask anybody. And um, we went to Colombia, to Medellin and Cartagena when I was on maternity leave with her. And my friend was like, oh, you should start an Instagram like about your travels because you're like always going places with your kids. And there's so many parents that think like, you know, you can't travel once you have kids. And honestly, I thought it was the dumbest idea in the entire world. And I told her it was stupid (laughs) and I would not be doing that. (laughs) And then I think I was bored one day and I was like, okay, maybe I'll see. And here we are almost six years later. And I don't understand how this is really my life, but I mean, it's just something that's always been a passion. I never wanted to stop traveling. So Mm -hmm. now I just, you know, we share our adventures and hope to show other parents and want to be parents in the future. You know, that 
just because you have kids doesn't mean that you can't continue to explore the world. I love wow. that. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. That's, yeah. So that, I've that's... been to Beijing and what did you think about it when you went? Uh, I went in 2018. <laughs> so it's a different kind of place for sure. What was yes. it like for you in the, like for a, a long-term situation? I was there yeah. for maybe 13 days, but um, so I was there in 2007. Okay. Um, they were actually preparing for the, to host the Olympics. Okay. Um, but yes, um, China is different. Yes. Um, <laughs> it is very like, they just don't see black people. So, um, that we were part. followed a lot, like, yes. and not in the sense of like trying to hurt us, but right. just like following us so they can sneak up behind us and take a photo. And take a photo. Po- and they, they would call us different, like famous people's name. And I'm like, clearly we are not those people. But to them, they, they were fascinated they were like, yeah. by us. And they wanted to, really? I, I saw lots of people when I was there, they were like pushing their grandmother in the group so she could be in a photo with us. And, you know, <laughs> one of the girls had um, like the lavender, she had like long lavender braids mm-hmm. down to her waist. And they were just fascinated by that and wanted to touch her hair. And it, it was, it was a different kind of experience. So yes. yeah, it um, <laughs> very different. I remember like there was this massage place we would go to like all the time because it was $7 for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and we would go all the time. And I remember like the lady, like literally like touching my face and my features and was like, Oh, like, your eyebrows and your eyelashes like they're like this and I went to the mall and the lady was like you're so pretty for a dark person you're very dark but you're pretty very dark though and that's just like they don't see you know yeah. like yeah. anything no wrong filter no that. filter at all that's, <laughs> that's that's it yeah so China was an experience yes yes it was wow yeah so so as you're traveling abroad because that that's a good point when you're in these places where maybe they aren't used to seeing us in these environments. How has that been for you? So, you know, I'm a firm believer that we belong and deserve to be in all spaces and explore all places. So, you know, for my family, you know, we've done like six or seven RV trips and we've gone to places, you know, like Copenhagen and, you know, in Denmark and like mm-hmm. other places that some people don't as, as black people don't think of as a first place, like, Oh right. yeah, we're going to go there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes I get comments from my community asking me, well, like, did you feel safe? Like at a RV park in the middle of, you know, Utah or Arizona, you know, where it's like the middle of you know, America, or we went to Kansas last summer and South yeah. Dakota, and we did a road trip in Kansas. Um, But going to those places, thankfully, we personally have not had any negative experiences. Mm -hmm. I remember the first night that we, the first RV trip we ever took, the first night, we, by the time we got to the campsite after dinner to get hooked up, it was like 9 p.m. It was pitch black because it was winter. It was Thanksgiving week. So it was like pitch black. Um, It was freezing outside and like the guy had given us a tutorial on how to hook up the RV, but that was like, you know, like 12 hours earlier in the day. <laughs> I took a video, but we, my husband, like it was him. Cause I definitely was not yeah. helping. 
he he could not figure out the electricity and it's like five degrees outside so we need some heat so I knocked on the person next door and you know Mm -hmm. it's pitch black we're like the only black people at this camp and it's this older white man and I'm like I'm really sorry but we don't know what we're doing and we can't like hook, we can't figure out how to hook it up. He's like, Oh my God, give me a second. Let me get my coat. He came out there. He did it, showed my husband exactly what to do. And then he was like, don't worry if you need anything else, please. Like don't hesitate to, to, you know, knock on our door again. He came inside, had himself a cup of tea, was talking to us for like the next 40 minutes. That's awesome. Yeah. And you know, just like, but we would have, we wouldn't have had that experience or been able to tell that story, which is a different narrative than sometimes we hear if we didn't give it a try, you know, and on that trip too, we met a single mom with a daughter, the Mm -hmm. girls ended up playing with her. We stayed, we were in her RV one night for Mm -hmm. like four hours while the kids were playing. That was in 2018. And we still talk to each other. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we've had these experiences and Yes, sometimes is it scary stepping out of your comfort zone 100%, but we belong in, we belong everywhere. I mean, even the Kansas trip for me personally, when we went to Kansas, like, of course I'm like, okay, like I want to go to all 50 states. So like, I want to go, but it is like the middle of America. Yeah. Come to find out Kansas has an African-American history trail, which is a, like a designated like program that they have. Um, and they have eight locations throughout Kansas that you can go and like all these museums. And I personally had never heard of Gordon Parks before. Okay. The and we learned, yes. Mm-hmm. And we learned about him in Kansas. They have a museum that's dedicated to him in the city in Kansas that he's from. Mm-hmm. And I would, I probably wouldn't have learned about him otherwise, you know, and we got to go to Monroe elementary, which, you know, is where the Brown versus board of education, uh, started where that, you know, lawsuit came about. So sometimes it's scary, but I hope that, you know, we push people out of their comfort zone a little because we have had very positive experiences doing Mm -hmm. so. Mm -hmm. That's, that's awesome. Um, you make it look so easy and, and so accessible. So talk about, um, how you're able, how you're able to do this now full time, just like live your passion and create these wonderful experiences for your daughters and your husband and, and do any of your other uh, family members go with. So definitely I pinch myself every day. Like this cannot be real life. Um, So there's that. Um, My, my parents come a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, we got to um, all work together with Royal Caribbean last summer. We got to shoot a 12 day commercial. Like we shot a commercial, like Mm -hmm. we're shooting for 12 days in Alaska Mm -hmm. and my parents Mm -hmm. got to come. So that was absolutely amazing. Um, Personally now, I mean, prior to this, you know, now obviously like, we get sponsors, you know, Mm -hmm. not all the time, but we do get sponsorships, um, which help pay for our trips. Or sometimes if we work with with the tourism board, you know, they're covering our expenses. Um, but prior to honestly, like travel is just something that was really important to us. So we made the sacrifice in other areas so that we could travel. I mean, yeah, we were, got married at 25 and had Jordan at 20, I think I was 26. (laughs) when I had Jordan and 28, Mm -hmm. when I had Kennedy. So, you know, younger parents. um, And we just decided that it was something that was 
was was something that we really wanted to do so we sacrificed yeah. things like even now we still don't have cable like we cut mm-hmm. our cable because i remember you saying that we're not doing cable i'm not yeah. going to get my nails done you know you do or, other do things you see my nails are, right right they yes, are I not like they that. are not done um yeah, yeah like, listen we we put our money aside for the things that we want to do and you want to create exactly. these experiences for your family yeah that's great that's great. Yeah, we can all make sacrifices. We can always, yeah, we can sure. all cut costs in certain areas. And <laughs> I can tell you what we did, but at the end of the day, everyone has to make, you know, those decisions on what yeah, they can cut for, for them. Sure. For me, you know, even living in Miami now, I, I stopped driving to work because there was a, like a professional uh, bus that would take people to downtown Miami. And I started taking the bus. Um, our, my job subsidized the bus. It was $48 a month. The bus stop was literally five minutes from my house. And then I no longer had to pay $14 in tolls every day, gas, you know, less wear and tear on my car. So I was saving so much money and some people are not willing to make that sacrifice. Oh, I don't want to ride the bus, but it was, if I can put that money into our travel savings account and we can go on another trip for the year, then for us, it was worth it. Wow. And I guess you got to, you have to align with what your goals and your passion and how you're going to get there. Um, I know one question and I, I struggle with this is how do you pack up a family of four? Because I'm, I'm, I'm like the packing police. You don't need that. Take that out. Put that down. (laughs) Yes, me too. And that's exactly what happens. I'm like, you don't need that. Oh my God. My husband is the worst. I'm like, you are not going to wear that. And then you'll have like six <laughs> shoes. And I'm like, I said, what, what outfit? What outfit are you wearing these shoes with? Oh, well, da, da, da. I said, okay, you have another pair of shoes that are packed here that are the same color. No, you're going to wear those. Oh, well, then no, take these out. What I do is I color coordinate our outfits in the sense of like everything that I pack for myself can be worn with one pair of shoes. And that's the right. pair of shoes that I pack and I wear my heavy shoe. Like if I wear like a sneak, if I have a sneaker, like Anna sandal, I wear my sneaker on the plane because we do carry on only. And I put my sandals in our luggage and everything coordinates. Um, you know, when we're staying at Airbnbs, I book places that have washing machines. If we're staying longer, cause we can wash clothes and then rewear things and mix and match or, like when we were just in Egypt, we did laundry while we were there. We just, you know, had the hotel do the laundry for us because we were there for 17 days mm-hmm. and the weather in winter is like some days, depending on where you are, it'd be like 85 degrees, but then in other places it'd be 40 degrees. So we needed, you know, wow. different type of attire, but just having, having them do laundry, you know, I spent, we've spent probably like $50 the whole time doing laundry, but that $50 is worth us not having to carry an extra check mm-hmm. bag and just yeah. being able to do carry on. So things like that. I have a packing um, blog post with all my tips, but yeah, really packing clothes that all go with the same pair of shoe is key because shoes take up the most space. They do. They do. Yeah. They do. That's, that's where I, I need to improve my, my packing game. <laughs> right, <laughs> like I'm, exactly. I'm good, but I, I need to, um, I need to level up. Yeah. yeah because people game. go on vacation and they're like, Oh, I need four outfits for the day. I'm like, do you wear four outfits a day at home? No. <laughs> that part. It it's like, come on. Right. And do you really want to stand out as that tourist? I mean, I know you get dressed up for 
the photo ops and things like that. But you really do come home with a lot of this stuff not worn, right? I mean, if you pack so much. Yeah, if you're packing that much, there's no way that you're wearing all that stuff. Like you're not. Right, right. So how many countries have you all been to? If you- You know, I'm not really like sure. I know the girls have been to over 30 countries, but I don't really know. I'm not really sure how many I've been to and I'm not sure the exact number, but- Okay, well, that, that's like a good a, number. I have a map on like that we put pins in. Yes. And there's definitely at least 30 pins in there. So. Wow. So I can, I'm not going to ask, you know, like what's your favorite <laughs> or whatever, but because I've, because I've watched, they're all your favorites. Yes, um, it's so hard. <laughs> yeah, I saw you in Guatemala, which was- so yeah, unusual. I, I never, one. I would have never considered going there until mm-hmm. I watched your, uh, you know, your posts and it just looks so beautiful. And so how did, how did that one come about? It was, oh my God, Guatemala was absolutely stunning. Definitely slid into my top 10 places that we visited. It's just so, so beautiful. And honestly, like the same way that you got inspiration for my post, I know someone who's been there and I saw their post and I was like, oh my God, it looks so beautiful. They had a great flight deal for the week of Thanksgiving, which is when we went because the kids um, didn't have school that week. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that's how we chose to go there. I'm actually going to El Salvador in April. Oh, nice. So that will be uh, uh, also maybe, you know, more off the beaten destination for some Americans. Um, but yeah, we love, you know, obviously we go to like the big, I'm doing quotations. They can't, you know, they can't see like, you know, the big places, but we also love exploring the places that aren't as popular as well, because Mm -hmm. I mean, as you said, like Guatemala was just like, I would go back to Guatemala in a heartbeat. Oh my God. Yeah. It looks, it looks so beautiful. Talk about, so we're in the age of social media. <clears throat> and this whole thing where people will go to the same place to get the same shot, you know, like with the horses and with the, there's a whole business behind it now, you know, with mm-hmm. that swing that goes out there yes. and, you know, and the flowing dresses and the, um, I mean, the, um, the hot air balloon, that's like a whole business now. How, I mean, it's so creative for them to create those mm-hmm. experiences for tourists. I mean, do you, how did that come about? You know, where that became a thing? Any I'm not idea? sure. I have, I have no idea. I don't know if it's, and that's the thing because with Instagram, you don't know, like, were these, were people doing all these <laughs> things before, or was it just since like right. Instagram, someone did it. And then like a lot of people saw it and then more and more people did it. So more and more people saw it. I'm, I'm not really sure because I think, I think I was in, I don't know. I'm de- I think I was in, I don't know. I feel like yeah. maybe, I, maybe I have graduated from, I'm trying to think, was there Instagram when I was in grad school or not? I don't really know when Instagram. So I remember from. Instagram kind of <laughs> came around like 2008, 2009 when it kind of. So I was in undergrad then I okay. was in college, but I don't really remember Instagram. <coughs> like we used Facebook and I remember Twitter was yeah. huge then, but I don't mm-hmm. really remember using Instagram until after I graduated. But yeah, I mean, I feel like when, I mean, when I went to Paris, when I was younger, like took pictures at the Eiffel Tower. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, so. But that's been there forever. 
But this from. thing, like with the horses, I'm like, who even knew that that was there? <laughs> you know, but the I, thing with the- I, I think when you look on Instagram and mm-hmm. everybody's got their filter working and it's, it's like your best shot. And that's what creates right. the interest. Yeah, because right. Instagram is a highlight reel. Right. right. And and you're like, wow. And that's probably the same whatever that you maybe walked through, didn't even think about it being yeah. there. But yeah. now all of a sudden, it's it's a thing. So yeah, true. So, I, you know, so I'm interested to know which came first. You know, the, you know, I went to Turkey and I and I stumbled upon this beautiful door that I'm gonna take a picture of, or or I'm going to Turkey to take a picture of the door. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to figure out which came first. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, and I think that's the thing with tourism these days too, especially when you talk about like, you know, other countries and their viewpoints of when they get tours. It's like pros and cons. It's like, you know, social media has brought so many people to so many destinations that, you know, they otherwise wouldn't go to. Because just like you that's said, true. I mean, you're not the first person that told me they would have never thought of going to Guatemala before they never. saw our post. Yeah. And literally since we went, I know I'm at least 14 people that have messaged me that follow us and told me specifically, we have now gone to Guatemala or books mm-hmm. Guatemala specifically because of your post. Yeah. And, but there's pros and cons because some people within the country are all for that. They want the tourists, they want, you know, that, that tourism income, but then you have the downfall with, you know, with cities like Venice that are like, please stop coming here. Please stop coming here. They're, they're over us in in Venice, Italy. They're like, okay, so much. So stop. Yeah. So it depends because then if, but if everyone stops going, then they might be asking people to come Mm -hmm. again. And then, you know, for me as a content creator (laughs) who works with tourism boards too, it's Mm -hmm. like, well, Mm -hmm. You hear from one side, people saying this, but then the tourism board is reaching out to me, asking me to come to specifically promote yeah. their destination. So sure. it's like, what, what, you know, it's like, I don't, what yeah. is it? You have to follow, you have to follow your passion and follow the coin. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think it's, it's a fine line. Yeah. It, yeah. It's truly a, a fine line. I'll never forget. And this was like pre Instagram, whatnot. Um, we were in Aruba and the, the natural bridge there was like one of those things that you wanted to see. And, yeah. you know, it was like part of a, uh, an ancient cave that was, had been carved out by the ocean. And that weekend we went, we saw it and, you know, ooh, odd and took pictures or whatever. That same weekend, that thing collapsed, collapsed. into the ocean. Yeah. And I was like, we were just there yesterday, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, we, it's crazy, but and it just fell. So it's yeah. like, what do you do? No, it's true. Because I mean, well, when you think about pre Instagram things, well, okay. So I'm Jamaican and what came in my head is Duns River Falls. I mean, yeah. that has been popular oh, yeah. for way before Instagram and everyone mm-hmm. yeah. who goes to Jamaica, who's a tourist is like, I'm going to Duns River Falls. Yeah. I mean, growing up, we would go and it's packed no matter when we would packed. go. So so it is kind of like, did Instagram really do these things or did it not? But I went to Australia and I went to Melbourne and I went to see the 12 apostles. There's not mm. 12 anymore. Um, and that's another thing they said, most likely eventually, like none of them will be there. And when I went right. there, there weren't 12. I can't remember how many were there, but mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of these natural wonders that people go to see, you don't know, you know, how yeah. long they'll be there. I mean, when the yeah. Notre Dame caught fire in, in Paris. Oh my like, God. Yes. You know? yes. And I'm like, oh my God, thank God I've been there a few mm-hmm. times. Like, yeah, you know, you exactly. Don't know. Yeah. So that's the only thing too. When sometimes people are like, 
oh, I don't go places. I don't, if I go places, I don't go to touristy things. And I'm like, why well, do both? Because I'm yeah. going to get me my picture in front of the Eiffel Tower. Okay? That's, I'm not I mean, going to Paris and not seeing tra- the Eiffel Tower. I was going to say, you've traveled all that way. You have to get the shot. Not have to. <laughs> to get the shot. So talk about, um, gosh, what was I going to say? So talk about the girls. What's it like traveling with them? Or do, or do they get excited about going? Do they learn beforehand? Like what, what the itinerary is or what's in it for them or what's, what's it like? So I don't tell them the itinerary because okay. these children will be bothering you every single okay. day. <laughs> what they are doing this, what I want to do this today. No, ma'am, that's not how it works. You will find out what we're doing when we get, mm-hmm. when we get mm-hmm. there. But they've been traveling. I mean, um, Jordan's first trip was at six weeks old. Okay. And so, yeah. first trip was at 10 weeks old. And we went so to they keep a, they keep a packed suitcase. Yeah. So they have been on the go literally since birth. Um, they love it. There's a mixture of, you know, most of our trips, it's flight deal first. And then maybe like if the tourism board, um, invites us to come, but Mm -hmm. like, um, last year for Jordan's birthday, all she had been talking about was going to Mexico because Mm -hmm. she wanted to learn the Mexican culture and she wanted to go to Chichen Itza. So we, yeah, I saw that. Were they making tortillas or something? Yes. Yes. Um, and we made a whole <laughs> traditional Mexican, like four course meal. Yeah. And, um, so, you know, sometimes it's, it's what, what they're interested into. Like I do a one-on-one trip each year with one of them alone, like just me oh, and Jordan yeah. or just me and Kennedy. And yeah. like for that trip, they 100% like pick where they want to go. Like mm-hmm. Jordan, she goes on the computer. She literally types in, um, Oh, good ideas for a mommy and me trip. Oh, <laughs> she like does okay. research, so she'll do research and look up like the things that she wants to do. So we're actually going away um, this weekend. Um, she picked. She said she wanted to go to a Caribbean island where she can do something exciting. Oh, so we're going to Exumas in the Bahamas oh, and we're nice. going to go swimming with the sharks. Yeah. Uh, wow, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. So I said, girl, it can't get any more exciting oh, than this. Oh my goodness. Oh, uh, that's wonderful. So, so they pick for that trip. They tell me, you know, either where they want to go or what they want to do. And then I'll like find a destination that you know, offers mm-hmm. those things mm-hmm. to them. So it's really all a mix, but oh, they love it. I remember one time I had to check Jordan because we were driving to school and she was like, oh, we haven't been on a plane in a while. When are we going to go on another trip? And oh. I was like, um, ma'am, first yeah. of all, you went on a trip like two weeks ago. Yes. I don't know who you think you are, but um, <laughs> things are in this world are not free, mm-hmm. um, ma'am. So let's, let's, let's bring you back down to earth. Yes. But well, they, they, they've been afforded a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. Yes. And it's just so great to see them embrace it. And, yeah. you know, for you to provide that, I, I just absolutely love it. What's it like for you now, like uh, garnering all this attention? I mean, everybody, everybody wants to, to talk to the traveling child and, <laughs> and, and, and have you come visit and, and all this stuff. What's that like? Um, it's overwhelming at times. I won't lie. You know, it's, it's, it is, but it's also exciting. I, again, I pinch myself every day. Like, how is this even possible? Like, how is this my life? How am I making income from this? Like, how is this how I pay my bills? Um, 
but it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's wonderful. Um, we've gotten to do some pretty amazing things mm -hmm. that we otherwise wouldn't, or, you know, explore sure. destinations that we wouldn't like we partnered with the Kansas tourism board when mm -hmm. we went there. And honestly, like, while we wanted to visit all States, it was nowhere at the top of our list, but I'm so glad we got to go. Mm -hmm. Um, and when we went, because it was truly an amazing experience. Mm -hmm. So we've definitely been blessed. Um, and it's very humbling, you know, yeah. to hear people say, oh, you inspired me to go here or because of you, like I found this flight deal and I never thought, you know, I'd be able to afford for my family to leave the country. And now we're able to go here because of the tips that you gave. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes, I mean, it's, it's obviously travel in the grand scheme of like life of important things is not like the top thing, but it, sure. it does mean a lot to me. You mm -hmm. know, when people send messages like that, I'm like, okay, I made like a small impact and yeah, it's a beautiful absolutely. Thing. Yeah. And it, it's such a gift. I think you, you don't realize how, how much of a gift it can be to give to someone. Whereas, you know, it's, 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 you can't see your life any other way, but then you have somebody, they can't see it at all. Yeah. And then, so they listen to you and then they figure out, wow, that is possible. Mm -hmm. You know, I can go here. Mm -hmm. I can do this. So yeah. Awesome. So is there anything that you can think of that, um, like for us, we're Nikki and I are both in the hotel business. I mean, have you had any, not adverse, but I mean, maybe opportunities, you know, when you get to the hotel, because everything on Instagram is perfect and it looks perfect. And give us one of those things where it's like, where it wasn't quite <laughs> as, <laughs> you know, the expectation wasn't met or a tip that you can give for, you know, maybe a hotel person that that's listening or, yeah, I mean, you know, I a service say, person. I would say, I mean, the biggest thing is just like, treating everyone with the same level of respect and service regardless of like their appearance like I know like personally like I have diamond status with Hilton I have platinum elite status with Marriott mm -hmm. you know and sometimes like I'll go to the hotels and like if you have diamond status with Hilton like that's <laughs> the top mm -hmm. status like oh yeah I'm not expect like I believe me, I'm not like a rude person. I'm not coming there expecting you to like, you know, like bend over backwards. I'm not being rude to you, but like I, what we, we went to a hotel the other day that was a Hilton brand. And like, when the, when they checked me in, like when you're a diamond, like they're supposed to say, Oh, thank you for your service. Like explain to you like the benefits. Like she didn't say anything. She just like gave me my key. And then I was like, Oh, like, um, is there complimentary breakfast here? Or like, what mm -hmm. are the perks? You know, like, are there any upgrades available? Yeah. And then she's like, for what? Like, why would you, like, why? And then I was like, and I was like, well, I have diamond status with Hilton. And yeah. then she like, look, she's like, oh. And it's like, that's just something that I don't know if it was because like my appearance, it was 1130 at night. I had on sweatpants and a t-shirt, but I don't think that should that should, you shouldn't do your due diligence, yeah. you know, that should and, not dictate the behavior. I mean, definitely. Right, I mean, right. they, they can see your name and they can see, see your status, status right and they can see how many points you have and, and all that. So yeah, that's a training opportunity yeah, so for sure. Yeah. So they just like need to be aware. Yeah. Yeah. Like things yeah. like that sometimes. And it's happened to me 
at another hotel before too like the staff was not very nice to me and my okay. friends and then when yeah. the manager came and she was like oh my god you have diamond status and she like she was like because we came in like late and there uh, we were very hungry because we flew we were actually in turkey and we flew from a different city and like we mm -hmm. got in late and we asked them like about food and they were like oh no like there's nothing mm. and then like when we met with um the concierge in the morning because we were trying to book a trip and she she was asking us and we were just telling her because it was it wasn't that they didn't have anything i don't mm -hmm. expect you to have something if you don't have it but it was more right. like the tone in which they were speaking yeah. to us and yeah. she was like oh my god i am so sorry she's like for diamond status members we have certain things that we can give like yeah. yes we're not going to give to a regular you know like mm -hmm. unfortunately that is just how status works they're not going to give it to like yeah. the other customer but she's like we have things and it was just like their attitude changed immediately after like she spoke to them but i think sometimes you know people look at me and they think i'm very young and they treat me a little bit different mm -hmm. than if i was like you know okay. the white yeah. man um, so coming yeah. in mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. and when you're at like diamond level or or some of the higher level with these travel programs it's like those are that brand's number one customers you right because we're those, always staying there which is why we have say, this status <laughs> right those are like there's 52 weeks in a year Mr. Smith is with us 45 or, you know, mm -hmm. basically he's, he's with the brand more than he's at his house. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I think, yeah. So like that, last year, I think, yeah. I think last year, last year we had like 67 nights at Marriott's. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that, and like, we we stay other places, like, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. you do Airbnb, mm -hmm. but like, yeah, like, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, that is mm -hmm. a lot. That's mm -hmm. like two, that's almost like two a week or yeah. one, like one and a quarter a week, yeah. at least once a week that you're in one of those branded hotels. And absolutely. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. that's some, that's saying a lot. That's saying a lot. So Monet, what's, what's next? Who knows? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> I can tell you where we're going next, but that's about all I know okay. because, you know, every day I'm like, yeah, like, where can I take the brand? Like, what can I, you know, what yeah. can I do? But sometimes it's up in the air. Like I could yeah. tell you what I'd love to do and what the kids would love to do. Like, okay. you know, yeah. we Let's have, start there. you know, like a children's book and I would, yeah. I, I, I know I'm supposed to be writing like the next one and, but oh lord knows i <laughs> i try and then like life gets in the way but sure. like, i would just love to you know continue to take like our positive images just off social media and like into a broader thing so like i've even thought of like turning our book into like an animated like youtube series or something where like kids can watch it and it's like mm -hmm. animated instead mm -hmm. the kids really want their own tv show i don't know who of they course they do are, and they should have why not yeah show, why not so. <laughs> I want, I want that for them. Jordan and Kennedy, I'm looking out for you girls. <laughs> TV show. We're going to speak it into existence. Yes. Amen. Monet, <laughs> where can people, where can people find you before we wrap? Yeah. On Instagram at the traveling child, YouTube, it's also the traveling child, the, the traveling child, youtube.com slash the traveling child. Our website is the traveling child.co. Um, I'm on TikTok to the traveling child as well, but Awesome. Instagram is where I'm at, like most of the time. I have one question for you before uh, we let you go here. 
What is your favorite thing to do when you're visiting a city? Ooh, so usually taking a cooking class because I feel like you can learn so much about a culture through cooking. Uh, it's an intimate setting with like a local person, like you're there in their kitchen, like they're telling you about, you know, their history, their national dishes, like the spices they use, like they're letting you into, I feel like their country's heart through food. So it's like a great way, like it's a fun experience um, and it's a, a great way to learn about the culture. And yeah, we've taken cooking classes in almost like every country we've been to and we we love doing that. That is so dope. That is awesome. dope. So um, what's the message that you want to leave with everybody. I know you go on live, you give these great travel tips and you get lots of, lots of the same question. Um, what's like the one message you want to give relative to normalizing, you know, luxury travel for family and, and things like that. I would say our motto, if kids live there, kids can visit like, you know, there's this mindset that kids can only go to certain places and certain type of trips. And believe me, my children absolutely love Disney. If they could go every weekend, they would. Of course. They also love canyoneering in Utah and hiking a glacier in Alaska and sandboarding in Morocco as much as that. And I think oftentimes parents especially get caught up because of what other people say. Oh, are you crazy? you're taking your kid there or they're too young or they're this, mm -hmm. but just follow your heart. And if it's something yeah. that you want to do, know that you can do it. And also know that in other countries, they treat families a lot better. So kids are not seen as a burden, oh. but as a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> so your family will be just fine. Yeah. <laughs> we love that. Thank you so much for being on with us. We appreciate your time. We love watching you all travel the world. I'll let you know when I uh, come back from Guatemala because from Houston, I mean, it's like, I don't know, a couple hours. Like two, yeah, yeah. Like two and a half. It's not, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to go back and read the blog so I can find out everywhere you stayed. It looks so relaxing. And you went to a couple different places there. Yeah, we went um, to Antigua and Lake Atitlan. Yeah, yeah. So um, we love it. And we appreciate your time tonight. Thank you so much, Monet. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Enjoy the rest of your evening. You too. Bye. Bye. Oh my God, Mookie. Thank you for listening to Don't Look Under the Bed. We appreciate your support of the show. Please subscribe, share, and leave a review. Thank you.